Folks, you know I drink coffee. You might be shocked as to how much coffee I drink. Yeah, I know that my Instagram followers are shocked when I say I drink one cup of coffee a day at most. What? That's crazy. How is that possible? Because I'm very picky with my coffee. That's why I mostly drink nowadays RangerCandyCoffeeCompany.com. And as an official brand ambassador, I'm going to be talking a heck of a lot more about it. Get your bag of the Andres Agovia Show Roast Limited Edition available at RangerCandyCoffeeCompany.com. Use promo code TheAndresSegovia for free shipping, and you can use it as many times as you want. And if you so want to, you can try the plethora of other flavors, blends, and roasts that are available at RangerCandyCoffeeCompany.com. And if you do buy my roast, by all means, give me a shout on social media across everything at the Andrew Segovia on Twitter underscore Andrew Segovia and don't forget to mention RangerCandyCoffeeCompany.com as well we would really appreciate it you're listening to the Andrew Segovia show greetings everyone and welcome to another episode of the Andrew Segovia show I am your host Andrew Segovia I wanted to do a quick info news dump because of things that have been happening in the background that have prevented uh, my availability in the studio to properly do episodes to inform you about what in the world of real estate slash business. Uh, and there's also some stuff about tech that I wanted to talk about, but I probably won't be able to get to all of it in the detail that I wish that I could have. Uh, I would have loved to talk a lot more about threads, which I will touch a, a little bit upon. Um, there's some stuff about life that's been happening, not directly to me that I can specify, but uh, something peripheral uh, to me that uh, I wanted to share about. For those of you that follow me on Instagram would probably guess what I'm referring to, uh, something that's impacted me in these past few weeks. But uh, overall, I, I want you wanted to take this time and opportunity to just get this out there because it, the schedule has been really wild, honestly. And it, I, I wish I had more opportunities to be in the studio uh, to be able to produce more episodes. But um, I do have some tech videos that they are coming up and I will get I will tell you what those are when I get to the tech section. But one of the things that's kept me really busy uh, lately, and especially today, because it's today's one of the last days as I record this, that I am weighing the options on which commercial auto and liability insurance I will be uh, getting to replace Allstate. If you haven't heard, or you should have by now, a couple of months ago, there was uh, there was news that uh, some of the major uh, insurance providers were going to be leaving the state of California because they would not be able to uh, handle the challenging market to dynamic changes here. Now, automotive insurance is not something that was at first discussed because, like, oh, these insurance companies are leaving because they, they can't um, insure homes because of the wildfires, the floods, and the earthquakes that we haven't had, but uh, the concerns about the earthquakes. It wasn't just that. They were also not, um, were also not going to be renewing uh, auto, automotive liability insurance because of a lot of the craziness that's been happening uh, to vehicles uh, here in the state of California. I can speak directly from experience um, how this has both not, uh, not policing as policing should be, even the most fundamental things. Um, that's not happening in our major cities and the areas that we service are the ones that are among the hardest hits, such as Los Angeles, uh, sections of Orange County, and even San Diego. But with that, it's not just that the, there's no policing matter. Um, it's also that 
Well, there's vehicles that are, are being, they're not being just outright stolen. They're being, uh, parts are being stolen from them. So anyone that has like a Ford F-150 series, particularly the late, the late 1990s, early 2000s models, like that was like 1997 to the 2002 when the last version of that um, style of the F-150 was around. There's a catalytic converter on that that has become a hot commodity. And the problem is that those parts are so scarce that if you don't have the the catalytic converter, your base your truck is basically SOL. It, it cannot be fixed. Um, there's a a local repair shop uh, near me that's had vehicles on the lots that haven't been able to be touched in six months because they don't have the parts. If you're gonna keep waiting that long, even if it's insurance covering it, then what's the point? You're just gonna end up getting a new truck. Uh, so in our case, we do have uh, vehicles, F-150 vehicles. Um, that do have uh, of that model year, but those have not been targeted in that sense. Uh, if anything, if our trucks have been broken into and tools stolen. Uh, and you would think these would be hardest hit in the um, in the less desirable areas or the rougher streets that uh, people know about. No, no, no. Uh, these are actually in the more affluent places where it's occurred, where technically you will let your guard down. But the thing is, a lot of these places are being spied upon because we're talking about in moments of like 30 seconds, oh, 30 seconds, 30 minutes or less. Uh, that's how quickly it's happening in broad daylight, during work hours, on residential uh, properties that are being uh, repaired on, and our construction trucks have been broken into. We've had two trucks stolen. Um, those were Toyota Tacomas that were stolen, and thank God we were able to get them back. But this stuff has been happening, and I would I would peg in the past 12 months, we've had more stolen trucks, more breaking into trucks, more reported uh, tools stolen um, in the past 12 months than we have maybe in the past 15 years. I wish I were kidding about that, but it is the truth. It is out of hand about what's happening. So uh, the, these insurance uh, losses that are being reported, not to mention all these insane riots that uh, that happen and um, people that have nothing to do with any of this, uh, innocent bystanders, their vehicles are torched up because somehow that's uh, that leads to justice by punishing those that had nothing to do with anything. You're protesting policing. Why are you harming your own community? Anyway, I could get all into that, and I do speak about those things on Off The Record. If you're interested about that, go to my Locals page uh, for any more information. But this has come to a head where Allstate is leaving, and as I look at uh, the the quotes before me, and I have to make a choice on all this, uh, and I'm working with three different insurance brokers that are all price hunting, uh, but now I'm up on it. It's like, okay, all these weeks, and no one wanted to provide any estimates. I have the, lo the loss runs, and the loss runs is also like, hey, look, these guys are, are pretty solid compared to other other companies but um there just aren't that many insurance companies willing to to work in this area uh, in our particular industry because of the exposure of our trucks being moved around to different locations and this and that anyway uh, i'm looking at quotes that are double triple and quadruple uh what we were paying with allstate that's crazy and i can't imagine other small businesses being hit like this and not being able to afford such a thing because it's just flat out expensive. You don't wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm going to work today to make sure I'm paying my insurance. No, you're working to put food on the table and keep a roof over your head. And in this case, now it's like, dude, we're going to be shelling out that much money for insurance. Um, this reminds me of a time where we were, we basically spent an entire year just paying insurance, working to pay insurance. It was crazy because uh, as a construction company, uh, you got to deal with workman's comp. You got to deal with uh, general liability insurance. 
And depending on what areas you're servicing, you probably need a heck of a lot more liability insurance, commercial auto liability insurance, uh, a bond on top of the general liability insurance. <laughs> it's, it's It just goes on and on. Uh, so that doesn't even cover the tools and equipment. So if you want insurance on that, you, you got to pay a separate insurance for all that. So it, it's it's astronomical how, how high it can go. Uh, and my accountant was saying the other day, that, you know, maybe there might be an option for a, uh, a state fund type of auto liability insurance. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the direction they're going. For those of you not familiar, uh, state fund is a workman's comp. It's kind of like your last resort when it comes to workman's comp. Um, they are a state-run uh, workman's compensation um, uh, service because if you're if no AAA or even a triple B rated insurance company for workman's comp would take you, then you're, you got to resort to the, the one provided by the state because you don't have a choice. You need workman's comp in order to work. If you have employees or to be licensed, to be able to work. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that's what ends up happening to commercial auto liability insurance, because California is trying to go full communist. Uh, it, they're trying to follow the lead of LA and San Francisco because it's 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 pretty crazy uh, how full blown communist they are. Uh, but well, don't be surprised. That's what California's probably trying to do by running out all these insurance companies. Uh, and speaking of insurance, I wanted to just throw this out there because Ron DeSantis is going to run into this issue if he hasn't uh, already done so. For those of you in Florida, you probably already know this, and you can probably uh, hit me up because I'm really curious about this. I haven't heard of any insurance companies leaving Florida, but I have been hearing about the uh, the home renewals and the hazards, hazards insurance um, for Floridians doubling or tripling in price. Uh, that, that's crazy uh, because of floods due to hurricanes. You guys don't have earthquakes. Uh, we do, but we haven't had an earthquake in a while, so oh, we'll, we'll see. But anyway, the point is that this is happening over there, too. Um, I just I don't know if this is like the insurance lobbying or whatever, but I do know that there are certain factors that just said, you know what? Uh, all states and I, th- I don't know if it was State Farm or or Farmers uh, that they could have just jacked up their prices like the ones that are remaining doing so. And they're like, you know what? Screw it. We're out of here. Like, that's literally what they said. <laughs> they're they're gone. Oh, they're leaving. We received the letter of non-renewal of insurance. And the letter basically said, it's not you. It's me. Uh, so they're, they're, they're leaving. Um, and that's where I find myself. And, and just to hear uh, that my my brokers that are hunting, hunting for insurance have just not been able to get me a comparable quotes because no one really wants to provide anything. Wow. That's crazy. That doesn't even touch upon um, the homeowner's insurance side with the hatchers insurance and all that. Where we have wildfires, floodings uh, due to the storms and all that, uh, not to mention earthquake insurance. Um, it's it's a lot where on one hand you could say, well, the, the homes are being affected by, you know, the changes in environment. You, you want to make it political and talk about climate change or whatever. Yeah, but that, what's that got to do with automotive insurance? Nothing. The environment has nothing to do with that other than the changes in the social geopolitical uh, environments to these major cities where you're doing work. So, yeah, uh, you're the, you're. The, the cities uh, are, are rewarding um, serial criminals, while the ones that suffer are the um, law-abiding citizens. Uh, and in some cases, they're trying to criminalize law-abiding citizens. Go figure. 
But anyway, that's like the big front on that with respect to the business real estate side of things. Uh, my answer for anybody that still has questions about real estate, is it worth buying right now with the hype um, housing prices in certain areas, even though they've come down a bit, but it's still comparatively high? Or what about the mortgage rate being at 7% and above on average? I mean, it is pretty crazy. My answer remains the same with you're ready, able, and willing. I'm going to be leaving links to that episode, including the episode of how to rebuild your credit uh, on a show notes company this episode at www.theinterstegoba.com because even if you can't buy now, eventually you're going to want to, but you still got to prepare yourself and make sure you're ready so you'll be able to and willing to buy um, when the time comes. So that day will come. We just don't know uh, if uh, today, tomorrow, Wednesday. So uh, check that out, show notes, a company's episode. So that's your update for the business real estate side of things. Let's move on to tech real quick. Because Threads launched and everybody's like, oh, 100 million signups. Threads is breaking records. Threads, you are not. You don't have to sign up technically because it's your Instagram account. So with all this talk about like how massively successful this thing is, no, it's literally just people that never had a Twitter account. It's like, oh, look, Threads is an Instagram app and it says Instagram in the name. So all you got to do is click and it opens it like here, activate your Threads account and boom, you're in. You don't have to do anything else. There is no uh, onboarding process per se other than just saying, yes, I agree to give all of my data, including health and fitness for some reason to Instagram, which is Facebook, which is Meta. Go figure. And you're they're giving all this up. And then you find out that, hey, you cannot actually delete your Threads profile account because it's your Instagram account. You can't have it both ways, Zuckerberg. You can't in one hand say, oh, yeah, we have all these new signups, but then say you cannot delete your Threads profile because it's your Instagram profile. So you want to get rid of it. You got to go to Instagram and get rid of it there. Uh, see how that works? Now, threads overall, yeah, I'm on there. DeAndre Segovia, I am verified, so make sure you find my account as verified. Um, the it's it's whatever to me. It, there's some bare bones things to it. There are no ads right now. That's that's a good thing. But um, I do love the integration that it has um, with Instagram uh, because for those of you that follow me on Instagram, would know that whenever I post on Twitter and I want to share it to Instagram, um, I would share posts from Twitter, uh, news items or whatever, to my Instagram stories. Uh, and there's a it's it, there's a good integration between Twitter and Instagram um, that's uh, that allows that to happen. Um, but it's it's made more so better when you're doing it through threads because it adds this beautiful wallpaper, the threads wallpaper, which I actually like. So it makes the stories actually look prettier on the Instagram stories. But even more importantly, you could turn it into a post. And that's what's most important to me because normally what I have to do is screenshot uh, the the tweet. If it's if the tweet is too big or if it's too small, um, I don't have to crop it out because I got to cut out everything else from it. Um, I got to upload it to Instagram stories on an iPhone phone not an android because they, they're not the same thing I, I instagram just wants to live on an iphone and so then when you upload it when i upload it uh, it pre-fills the rest of the screen out to match the background so it could be white or black and i happen to use a dark mode on twitter so it fills out the rest of it it looks like a black canvas so there's no cutouts or anything then i would download that picture crop it to a one by one and be able to post it to instagram that is a ton of work just to make one freaking post to make it look uh pretty enough whereas you could just post it up there and it'll just be cropped out because it doesn't fit into the frame of instagram and it'll look really weird on your profile so for aesthetics i i do go through all that work 
Threads basically undercuts all that and just say you could just share your thread and you could share it as a post and it makes this pretty looking post. Like, dude, that's actually really, really cool. And it does help that you can actually cross post share your threads to Twitter as well. And then even puts a link there, um, which I'm sure uh, Elon Musk doesn't like. But the advantage is that you can. Uh, and you know my motto, work smarter, not harder. So if I can make a post on threads that I can cross post to Instagram and then share it on Twitter, which is then picked up by my Telegram, which then posted my gap, it's one click takes care of all the rest of the dominoes for me. Uh, and that's pretty cool. That's why I'm able to be on so many different platforms if you're not aware of that already. And I'm verified across most of them. So just letting you know that uh, your boy here is legit. Uh, he's verified across almost every single platform he's on. Not on Twitter right now. I'm not paying for Twitter Blue. I deactivated it for a little bit because I have my issues with Twitter. Um, it's not really giving me bang for the buck either. So I'm like, whoa, yeah. I, uh, keep, keep, keep going the free speech route, Elon. But for now, you you got to fix things up. And if the and if the Verge is correct, that TweetDeck, which I suspect if this was this would happen, would be a paid tool as part of Twitter Blue. Yeah, that sucks. Um, but that doesn't surprise me either. I mean, Gab does the same thing with Gab Deck. It's only available as a pro feature, and most pro users don't even know that it exists because it's buried in this setting somewhere, which uh, I think Gab should fix that. So, hey, Gab, um, IT, make sure you guys put that more front and center. Uh, people should know more about it, unless you're keeping it under wraps on purpose as you um, no, improve it in the background. Don't know, but whatever. The point is that it's there. Check check it out. Follow me on Gab at the Andre Segovia. So, um, yeah, tech, uh, real quick, uh, I wanted to give you a teaser. After this podcast goes up, um, YouTube and Rumble, we'll see it first. Well, Rumble first, most likely. Um, we'll be seeing my... Um my my first hands-on hands on impression and size comparisons of the Pixel Fold, the new Google Pixel Fold device that just came out. I did pre-order it. I I did exchange my... Um, my Pixel 7 Pro for it, um, they give a free watch too. So I'm like, all right, why not? So that's all been uh, dealt with. And I just wanted to throw that out there that that episode is going to be posted pretty soon. But I'm also reviewing my first coffee maker. Uh, and I'm excited to share that with all of you because it's the Balmuda The Brew or The Brew by Balmuda. And this will be the first coffee maker I ever review. Um, and I am working on it. This is going to be a much larger, I'm not. Uh, as, as urgent to do it, but eventually I'll get around to it because it requires a lot more filming and then editing to do it. Um, my Makita power tools and what I use for yard cleanup and all that. Makita has one of the best ecosystems with uh, power tools, battery operated power tools from yard equipment to construction equipment. Uh, I think that's super awesome. Uh, and I'm excited to do a video about, the, about it, but it requires just a, a lot of effort to do it. So um, aside from all that, uh, I think that's about it for some tech stuff. So just make sure you're checking it out. Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast and you're hearing a tech review, um, if you're on Spotify, you can watch the video version of it. Otherwise, you listen to the audio version of it. You got to go to the video platform. And speaking of video platforms, I'm streaming and I'll be streaming and restreaming um, certain uh, classic episodes to Twitch D Life and now Kick, where yours truly is on, uh, because you know, I have a new audience and that's growing even more on Rumble. A lot more interaction there. Thank you for everybody that subscribed um, and liked my videos. So I'm doing the same thing across the the streaming platforms because hey, why not? Uh, I can, so I do. So once again, the Andre Segovia across all of that. Okay, so that, I guess that's, that's the tech thing that I wanted to talk about. So I guess to wrap it all up, it's a it's a bit of a life update. 
um, the, the insurance part is kind of the life update, but it's more on the business side because it affects my business, but it's something I do for a living, therefore it affects my life. But um, on the show notes, I'm, I'm embedding an Instagram video post that I made a, uh, about a couple of weeks ago about, uh, I guess, the I hate using that term influencer, but I guess that's the uh, one way you can look at him in a way. Uh, he's he's a former Marine, um, a war- warrior of God, uh, a fitness influencer, if you will. Uh, and I bought some uh, some fitness stuff from from the, the store that uh, I don't know if he is one of the founders or he's just a partner in it, but it's called Vogue Tactical or all, better known as Vogue Global. Um, not cheap stuff, okay. Uh, these are made by uh, former uh, military vets for the environments. And I must say, I absolutely love that sandbag. It's the toughest sandbag I've ever used. I'm not afraid to 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 damage it in any way. And that's why I load that thing up with almost 80 pounds of sand and toss that thing around. But what I haven't heard from him for a while, because we've exchanged uh, communications over the years, and he's only ever been um, a positive force in my life. And uh, we talked about some um, veteran issues and how best we can um, support them, uh, like not to be virtue signaling, but to actually make an impact on the community and things like that. So he's only ever been nice to me in any interactions that we have that we've had. Um, I even considered bringing him on the on the podcast if if he would have joined. So when I didn't hear or see any posts from him at all for several months, I'm like, hey, you know, that's not like him unless he's on vacation. But that's a pretty long vacation, uh, and so I I was beginning to expect the worst. Uh, and when I found out the news, because um, I did some some research with his companies and all that, uh, well, it isn't the worst of news, but it's pretty damn close. Uh, he had a uh, something after routine surgery. It, not that the surgery went wrong, I think. It's more like something that was undiagnosed that he had a perforated colon. Um, and then he went to cardiac arrest and was in a coma for some time. Um, he, eventually, his heart did... Uh, he went into cardiac arrest for 20 minutes uh, and he was able to be resuscitated, but he was still in a coma. And now to see this this big, massive beast of a man atrophied uh, to, to to look the way he does is... Wow. Um that's just a reminder that uh, life takes its turns. And uh, that one did impact me big, uh, not because it makes me reflect on my, my own mortality. Uh, if anybody knows me and you've heard me talk on my show, uh, you would know that I've faced um, death pr- uh, so often enough that it's more like, oh, it's you again. <laughs> um, where I can say the it, it still impacts me enough that like I didn't see that coming for someone like him. Uh, and it's just a reminder that uh, that life takes its turns. It's fragile. Uh, and I know that he's the breadwinner. His name is David J. Wood. And he's he's the breadwinner for his family. He has two little girls. Um, so his wife, I've been talking to her. And, and uh, I did connect with his cousin uh, initially to just get an update on him. And I'm glad he's uh, he's in rehab now. He's out of the hospital. He's he's doing uh, – he's coming along. And uh, I, asked the, I asked his wife, like, can, can you keep – your um uh, his followers up to date because we really want to see his progress she's like I'll, I'll try and she's been doing an excellent job posting on the stories and stuff um i i consider bringing him on the show but 
it's, it's still too early, I think. So if anything, I'll just be sharing their posts. I'll be putting the links to their GoFundMe's in case they're still, uh, there was one campaign. I don't think that one's active anymore, um, but if it is, I'll include it, but there's a new campaign. So I'll put that one up on the show notes. It could be this episode at Um, I hope you check out uh, his story. I'll be embedding the, the big life update that just shocked everyone because they didn't see that comment um, to see what he, uh, what he had to go through. But he's still around, and and God's not done with him yet. Uh, and he's still pushing through. He's quite literally having to relearn how to do a push-up. Uh, I saw that video over the weekend as I record this, but he's still fighting the good fight uh, and p- pushing through uh, for his family. He continues to inspire. God bless him. Uh, Veva, uh, David, and your daughters, uh, you guys are all on thoughts and prayers. Um, and uh, we give what we can when we can, and we we just can't wait to see you back out there again. And that's all I leave it for you, folks. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Andres Segovia Show. Remember to like, share, and subscribe wherever you might be watching or listening. To stay in the know, follow me across the socials at The Andres Segovia, Twitter, underscore Andres Segovia. Elon, can we just, can we make it 16 characters? At least I'll be able to get The Andres Segovia on Twitter also. <laughs> um, I'm not holding my breath for that. Anyway, that's where I'll leave it. Thank you so very much. I'll see you on the next one.